So today is June 24th, 2022, and Roe v. Wade has been reversed. Roe v. Wade has been reversed. And what I would like to just give some thought to is where do we go from here? Um, I actually had been thinking about this passage in Ezekiel 37 for some time, and I was going to bring it anyway today. But I, I do think it's fitting in light of the fact that just an hour or so ago, it was announced that Roe v. Wade has been reversed by the Supreme Court. So let's just make our way through Ezekiel 37 a little, verses 1 through 10, and where do we go from here? The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the Spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones. A famous passage here, the valley of dry bones, and caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry, as if that needed to be said. Uh, they weren't only dead, they were very dead, that type of thing. I mean, they're bones, and there's lots of them, and it's a valley full of these very dry bones. And I suppose you could make the uh, quick application that that is the landscape that we're dealing with wherever we are, whether you're in the United States or in the UK, certainly, just coming from Scotland, though they are rich with history, like rich with history, Today, very secular, a valley of dry bones, and lo, they were very dry. You could say the same thing perhaps about South Africa and other places where the Lord had been working in the past. Very dry is the point. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? What an astonishing question that is. Can you imagine? Being asked that question, you look at a nation like this, can these bones live? And not being presumptuous, Ezekiel says, O Lord God, Thou knowest. You know, Lord. In other words, he didn't say, no, that's impossible. And he also didn't say, oh, absolutely. But he had enough faith to know that if God wills it, it can happen. Lord, you know. Again he said unto me, Prophesy upon these bones, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. You, you're getting the, um, the, the ridiculousness of this? Preach to these dry bones. Preach to these dead people out there in the nation. O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Hang on a second. They can't hear. They're dead. Um, the people out there are dead. So what's the point? What's the point of him doing this? They don't even have ears. These are just bones. And yet, the foolishness, God hath chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. This is God's foolish way of saving people. It's foolish, I say that in inverted uh, 
commas. It's not foolish. It's the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. But to the world it's foolish. And really to the natural eye it is quite foolish. You see this this big um, imposing world with all of its intellect and all of its skills and all of its technology and all of its everything. And you're going to preach this gospel, this simple gospel to them. Well, it's foolish. O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. I will lay sinews upon you, and will bring up flesh upon you, cover you with skin, put breath in you, ye shall live, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. So, verse 7, I obeyed the Lord. There's your obedience. I prophesied as I was commanded. So, you know what? Our job isn't to figure out what works best. Our job isn't to figure out, well, that won't work today, but this might work today, and, you know, have this discussion amongst ourselves as to the best technique to reach a modern man in the year 2022. Our job is to prophesy as I was commanded. The Lord said, preach to the dry bones. Doesn't make sense, but I'll preach to the dry bones. And as I prophesied, as I was preaching to the dry bones, something started to happen. There was a noise, a shaking, the bones came together, bone to bone. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, the skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. And so what happens when we start preaching and declaring and having the word of God out there. By the way, I believe that's the, that's the season that we're in. There does seem to be a renewed um, emphasis on great preaching. There, there does seem to be that out there when you look out in the landscape. A renewed, a revived emphasis on preaching and the word and getting it out there and so we obey as the lord commands us to preach to the bones and that's the season that we're in we're seeing a lot of that i mean that's the business that that we're in we believe in preaching we actually do believe in preaching faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of the lord but we don't believe that that's all that's needed see because even though you might have preaching and even though you might have um, the Word of God going out there and it is a means of grace and the Lord does appear to be doing a work here and, and you see this even in our churches. You can have good preaching going out year after year after year and you have people coming and you see good, you, you see changes. You see reform, let's say. You see people quote-unquote, cleaning up their lives or being church-goers, but there was no breath in them. Preaching can have that effect where it can, it can affect the, the, the outward and the reform of a life. But then he said to me, part two, verse nine, prophesy to the wind. So... 
Prophesy there just means to speak. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind. You're speaking to the wind now. You're preaching to the bones, and I have this part labeled in my Bible, pray to the wind. Thus saith the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain that they may live. So I prophesied, I spoke to the wind as he commanded me, and the breath came from the four winds, and they lived and stood up upon their feet, an exceeding great army. Like I said, I believe that we are in a season of preaching, preaching to the bones, and that takes it so far. Preaching without praying, I don't believe that's enough. I believe you need to have the praying, and I am praying that there will be, we will enter ourselves into a season of praying to the wind. We're preaching to the bones. Now it's time to pray to the wind and ask the Lord to come with those four winds from the four corners and breathe on us. Even as William McLeod prayed, we're praying for a breath from heaven. And that's what we're praying for. So what do we do in light of uh, Roe v. Wade being reversed? That's wonderful. Praise the Lord. Absolutely praise the Lord. But what we need to see now, not just outward reform, not just laws being changed and there being some sort of an appearance of morality, we need to see breath brought in to these standing bones. There was no breath in them. Is America now all of a sudden alive? No, it's still as dead as ever. It just has this uh, maybe moral uh, change in the, in the laws. But there's no breath in them. Time to pray to the wind. So I would say, my encouragement would be, let's pray that God will raise up a generation of those that will, yes, preach to the bones, but also pray to the wind and pray that prayer. Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon us. Amen.